0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Strategy Game Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Shippey, and today we're going to be talking about what it looks like to understand different generational patterns of communication. And by that, that sounds complex, but I just really mean understanding different ages. So if you have kids in your house, you know that they've grown up with something probably very different than you have. If you have parents or you have grandparents or aunts and uncles, extended family, if you have coworkers that are all different ages and generations, you'll notice that sometimes they do things out of generational patterns of communication. That's the way they were raised. That's what they're used to. It's just kind of these things that are hardwired in or assumed from growing up in an environment that can be very different from what you grew up in. So for example, I talk about this a little bit in the book that I remember my grandparents always joking when I was young that children should be seen and not heard. How many of you have ever heard that phrase? in your life. And I'm sure you can think of some other phrases or things or assumptions or um, just patterns of communication that older folks tend to say versus, you know, teenagers today, right? It's very different. So um, all of these things really impact how we communicate and how we move forward. And so if we can understand a little bit of each generation, then we're able to say, okay, I know where some of that is coming from, I can understand that that is a product of how they grew up. Like if it's a teen or if it's a you know a child at this point, the world that they're growing up in with technology, the speed of technology, um, not as much face-to-face communication is going to be very different than someone who's in their 80s or 90s and grew up perhaps you know, during the depression or world wars or experienced a much different environment with no technology, maybe the radio, right? Um, They saw the the birth of TV, they've watched over their lifetime, the complete evolution of technology. So their response to things is going to be very different um, than someone growing up today. So just to paint that picture, what I really talk about here in the book is just that um, each generation is going through something different. And as we talk about the younger generations now, the battle is really more mental and psychological, I believe, than um, physical hardship and just having to endure and push through and just be tough, right? And um, kind of get over it, so to speak. I think, you know, we can look at older generations, like in their 80s, 90s, I remember. Um, just my grandfather just having more of a mentality of like empathy. No, I'm sorry. Nobody has time for that. Like not in our vocab. Uh, It was really a silent generation. You weren't heard as a child. There was no space or validity or credibility given to your thoughts. Um, it was all about duty and respect and loyalty uh, to your to your family and supporting and helping and stepping in to support the family. If you had to, you had to go to work, you know earlier in your life and you had to do what you had to do. And so you look at that mindset as opposed to, um, you know, even the baby boomers, right? So they grew up much of their adult life um, thinking, you know, um, they saw post-World War II, right? They're one of the largest generations ever to be born. They've witnessed the Korean War, the civil rights movement, uh, the first landing on the moon, technological advancement, beginning with the black and white TV, all the way to where we are now with Wi-Fi and smartphones. So they've seen a lot Um, And so they've realized that what they thought was set in stone isn't because they've seen so much growth and so much change. Um, And so I think that they find themselves sometimes wrestling with the truth or had to find out what it is and actually had a hard time sometimes grasping it. And so they've spent a lot of time in their adult life um, in a time of economic growth. And been able to travel for work and receive the perks from it, and, you know, find themselves sometimes with overwhelmed with the amount of things that they have. So it's an abundance versus a scarcity of the previous generation. So just what I'm trying to illustrate here is that, and you know, I, I reference this in the book, the wound of the generation or the question that they're asking themselves internally is very different. So, for example, this generation, can be, you know, am I doing okay? Am I doing this right? And so I write a word actually for each generation, which um, you can check out in the chapter, of the preview of the book, but uh, you know, and then we look at generation, Gen X, right? Born 1965 to 1976. And um, they didn't want to be defined they um, witnessed some of the world's greatest advancements, including space exploration, the development of the computer, the infiltration of the, uh, you know, the computer in the workplace and how it changed everything. So um, they really, we've seen, so for example, some of these um, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, right, Um, So you can see these brilliant minds, they had dual income parents, both working full time, they came home from school, fend for themselves, different level of independence there, critical thinking, they had to figure it out on their own, self-reliance. So there was a lot happening uh, in their generation, and it was just maybe even happening after school. And so in light of that, I talk about the recognition wound. So like, do you, is anybody paying attention do you see me? And if not, I'm going to get in front of you to prove to you that I will be seen. Um, And so that, so achievement and um, all kinds of things can actually come from that place. And some are healthy and some are not, and we can, you know, parse that out as we go along. So, um, and then we look at our current generations here, you know, we've got the, the Gen Y, the millennials, right? And we've got, Um, And then we've got Gen C and Gen Alpha. So 96 born all the way to today, who don't know what it's like to function out of uh, that place of not having constant technology, not making as much eye contact, not having enough, uh, as much face-to-face community. And what we see here to wrap this up is really uh, just more of a, like I said, a mental um, struggle, At large, and we're seeing that, you know, with the data and statistics supports, you know, the rise of the struggle of mental health um, and asking, you know, who am I? And we see that right at large. Am I okay? And not knowing if they're okay or not. So like a almost like a grasp for groundedness and reality and not quite able to find it. And so this is what we see. And so, like I said earlier in the book, I write a word for each generation of encouragement. And I'd love for you to check that out. I can link to it in the show notes here, but it's just really a reminder to um, of gathering perspective on each generation And what they, where they came from. And so it just provides understanding. That's all it does. It just provides a blanket of understanding. It provides a lens with which we can see them and understand them a little bit more. And I would just challenge you as we wrap this up to just uh, think about who in your life from a different generation you're struggling with, whether it's a coworker, it's a parent, it's a grandparent, it's a kid. um, And just, Take a few days and decide not to respond, but rather just observe. So don't respond, just observe and watch what happens when you just observe, watch what realizations are given to you about that particular person. And I guarantee you it will impact your life. So Um, thanks so much for listening in as always. I'm so grateful for you. If you liked the show, give us a review and for more check out storywork.co.